FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians, or even good evening, or even good afternoon, good day, good night. Whatever time of day it is you happen to be listening right now, uh, I am T. Sterling Watson, and this is the Indube Podcast. This is a special Oscars review episode uh, with my special guest, uh, Laura Mioli. As I know, the Oscars were a couple weeks ago, as comparison to when this episode is being released. That's only because of my uh, production delays. Let's just let's just leave it at that. I will say that you're going to hear a uh, another special guest, which is not really a guest. He's just, you know, an entity part of the show. Uh, you will hear Chief kind of at times whimpering in the background. I think he even barks a couple times. But that's because, as I explained in the show, he's um, in the room with me, but he wants to get out of the room to investigate other people that are in the house. And I didn't want him to do that because I didn't want him to bark, but then he ends up barking anyway. So, yeah, good times. Anyway... Uh, please check out uh, lauramioli.com, and that is spelled L-A-U-R-A-M-E-O-L-I.com. Uh, please check out a lot of the things that she's working on, which, again, we get into later on in the show after we talk about some random things in between our Oscar review. Um, we actually do kind of some reviews about the movies within the Oscars, um, such as um, another review of Selma. Um, Birdman, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, which at the time I did not finish watching, but I have since finished watching. And I don't know, it's a, it's a decent movie, I guess. Maybe not the best film, but you know, well, it is what it is. So this episode is different in comparison to the first two episodes, whereas this episode is just Laura and I conversing for about an hour, so... You're not going to hear any breaks. You won't hear any other uh, guests or any musical songs or whatever. So it's just just us, old school podcasting. So enjoy. Oh, so you have a breed over there. There's a breed of monsters upstairs. Oh wow! All and right. It sounds like there is like a bowling alley. It's really loud. We'll have to dive back into that later. So I guess what we'll start with is um, uh, with the events that happened last night. Last last yeah. night was uh, Oscar night. Um, it was a, it was a big night. Uh, I'll start I'll start right off the bat saying I was having high hopes for Neil Patrick Harris for being a good host, but um, I gotta say he kind of let me down. Really? I mean, he did some. I mean, he did did some good things here and there, but like. A lot of his jokes, I didn't write them down because I'm like, why am I going to write that down? But um, his intro song was really good, though. Oh yeah, that that was good. That's what I'm like. Okay, this could be a good show. This this. Could I kind of really was hoping for the other guy in Tenacious D, Kyle, to come out. Oh yeah, I really love Tenacious D, so I was like, oh, they're going to take over, and then he did it. Right, so, I was hoping for that too. <laughs> I, I really was, you know, a, a quick little Tenacious. D. I don't want to say Tenacious D reunion because they've been, you know, doing yeah. stuff. But like a takeover. Right. Right. I, I would have also liked to see that and, you know, just you might have actually tweeted a little bit more tenaciously or something about 
them keeping it going but yeah we were tweeting <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 we were nice tweeting with you <laughs> I, I i saw a lot of your tweets um and i clearly saw a lot of mine so yes uh yeah i mean that that's why i like live tweeting um award shows because a lot of the time although it, it's kind of funny with the oscars my mom does like to watch them with me but um mm-hmm. I do like to watch them on Twitter and live, live tweet because a lot of other people are just, you know, I feel a lot funnier and just like, wow, I've just got to join in with this party. Cause yeah. It's, it's hilarious. I've just recently started that. Like, I'm not really one to do that, but mm. I like it now, especially yeah. when you have people who have similar likes and dislikes. You know what I mean? Right, right. So like a like the Emmys or the Oscars, something like that where you actually know the movies like this year I actually knew the movies because I went to the Oscar movie marathon where okay. I watched almost all of the best picture nominees. So tell me how that experience was. Well, I would say it's a good value because if you were to go see, I don't know how many movies were, was it like 10, um, or nine movies, see the eight or eight or nine. I, I yeah. Think, something like if you that. were to go see all of those throughout the year, you're going to spend like, a million dollars but okay. this was like 65 dollars right in times square a bunch of our friends were uh went they go every year hi to them that was a lot of fun mm. i mean you get your seat and it, as long as you're comfortable with who you're sitting with i mean you can bring food in they i like how they kind of lined up the movies they played um boyhood first okay and then they went to theory of everything birdman selma American snipers and then uh, they kind of like put all the really popular ones in the afternoon. Okay. So, and the ones that were overnight, like Grand Budapest Hotel was the last one, which it's on HBO. So I, I left and I watched it at home. I still haven't half, I have a half an hour left on that movie. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. sit through it. No, it's not that I couldn't sit through it. I kept um, either having things come up or yeah. I think the last time I got up, I went to go get some ice cream. Um, I, I just had a craving because I and it's that's those pastries in the movie. You know what? It could have been that too. But the fact that I knew, um, and by the way, this is going to happen a lot. I'll just kind of um, just kind of digress into other things. Sure. sure. Um, ben and Jerry's has new uh, cookie core ice creams. Really? Where like some one of some of the one of them is peanut butter. I don't like that one. Or I, I've never had that one. I'm not a peanut butter cookie person. But um, one has a uh, chocolate cookie core. Mm-hmm. And there's a, um, a speculus, I think. I forgot how to. I meant, and I meant to look it up, but it's like mm-hmm. basically it has got cookie butter core in it, and like the kind of cookie, whatever it's made out of. Like some has dough on one side, and then like there's actual cookie pieces on the other side. So I like oh. the chocolate one and this cookie butter one, and I have both of them, in, or I had both of them in the freezer. They're both gone now. So is it like a cookie sandwich, or is it still in the Ben and Jerry's container? It's still in the container, but in the okay. very center, there's like a, a core of either cookie butter, oh, okay. which is nice and thick, or the the chocolate cookie, which is like a just it's a straight mm-hmm. cookie. Like you have, I have to like, seen that. yeah, mm-hmm. you've got to scrape or carve through it, and then you know it, it works out great. It's very very good. And kind of addicting, and I, I don't have an ice cream problem, but I think it just returned. Because well, I have an ice cream problem because I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, <laughs> I see. Well, I'm sorry for building all this up, and then you're just it's gonna all be like, good. I can appreciate ice cream oh, okay. from afar. 
Well, and um, I mean, some people have issues and they don't care. They're like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. And, you know, you have your issues later. But, you know, that's in the privacy hey, of your I own home. I didn't know until maybe a year ago. Oh, really? I, it, I guess I've had it my whole life. It makes sense now that I figured it out. It was like a latent thing. It makes a lot of sense. Or yeah. you've always had it. I think I've probably always had it. Oh, okay. It makes sense. It's like, oh, that's why I was sick all the time. Oh. Got it. <laughs> so that whole gallon of milk you ingested that's uh, it's perfect no, cause sense. You eat dairy, there's dairy in so many things mm -hmm. and the effects can become like two days later you oh, don't okay. even know yeah you know right. what i mean it's not like an immediate thing all the, not all the time so if you're constantly eating dairy just like gluten people have gluten intolerance if you're just eating these things that you're allergic to all the time the results might not show up right after you eat it so you mm. never really know Unless you completely eliminate that thing from your diet, which I is see. what I did. Because oh, I was wow. like, I can't give up gluten. My doctor's like, give up dairy for two weeks and then give up gluten for two weeks. I'm like, I'll go with the dairy because <laughs> no thank you on the gluten. Like, bread is amazing. Oh, yes. Anyway. Bread is great. <laughs> um, well, me, dairy is great because I just, I yeah. need my cheese. So, I, I, I mean, yeah, I still I think I... Cheese more than I can live without bread in all forms, you know. So no more grilled cheese sandwiches. Nope, and no uh, more pizza. Oh, pizza! Oh, that is, uh, the basements of my heart just been shattered. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Mine too. The Italian in inside of me is uh, crying. Oh wow, crying! I'm thinking it sounds a little devastating. <laughs> but we'll oh, we'll good. jump back to movies. We'll jump back to movies. <laughs> This is too sad. Don't cry for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. This is, uh, this is um, speaking of sadness. I, that's probably like maybe why I didn't see some of the movies. Not because I know I'm going to be sad. I'm just like, uh, for example, I know Still Alice is a pretty heartbreaking movie. Um, and Which movie I, hmm. Which movie is that? Um, that's the one with uh, Julianne Moore. The one that she pretty much just won every award she was nominated for. Okay. Cool. Um. All I know, it's about her, uh, her character having Alzheimer's, and I'm like, hey. I'm like, yeah, that's enough right there. Like, I've yeah. had relatives no, that had it, and it's just you know a heartbreaking thing to watch yeah. them go through it. And yeah, yeah I I didn't want to. I did, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm more than likely. Obviously, she must have did a good job because she just mm -hmm. pretty much cleaned up everything. But I didn't want to sit there and watch it. Maybe one day I guess. But she's been so good in so many movies and has never won before. I'm kind of surprised by that. So they kind of owed it to her. Me too. Me too. I, I do agree with that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and other sad movies, like I'm the same way. Like if a movie looks too sad, I won't watch it. Like hmm. I've still not seen Precious. Oh, me neither. It, I haven't it, seen it yet it either. It looks too sad. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I have no idea how it ends yet. I, I am curious. Yeah. And like one day I'll no, bring myself curious. to watch it. But because mm -mm. I because I like to support, you know, since, you know, I got to support the black filmmakers. I do want to support yes. that film. But I just like, man, that just looks like it's just written, not written, but just like uh, reeking with like tears and just heaviness. I'm going to need like three hours of cartoons after I'm done. Just to yeah, you're going to need Spongebob up. for at least an hour. And I don't even like Spongebob and I'll still oh, watch like it. SpongeBob? I don't watch Spongebob. <laughs> So you're not going to see the Spongebob movie then? <laughs> Probably not, no. Um, not, I'll, put, I'll put it this way. I'm not going to go like by myself to watch it. If it's on Netflix, I'm not going to watch it unless somebody else is requesting it. That's probably the only way I'm going to watch Spongebob. 
All right. Because that's how I watched it before. I don't hate SpongeBob. <laughs> I'm just not like, oh, SpongeBob. No, I'm just. Oh, you're yeah. not one of us. Okay. Well, oh. the, the way I feel about SpongeBob, <laughs> he's just sometimes for me just feels a little like. Uh, I don't even want to say the word overrated, but I kind of almost feel like SpongeBob the way I feel about Beyonce. And I agree with you on Beyonce. Yeah. So hard, but <laughs> not SpongeBob. Just because I feel like SpongeBob, yeah, it's overrated by the kids, but the if you watch SpongeBob as an adult, there's so many jokes in there that like you'll ever get. Like and it's it has those like funny adult jokes in it that they hide, and that's the best part about SpongeBob. And I believe it, and it's just I I think I haven't um brought myself to to just tune in to see them. So mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, um, but yeah, Oscar night. We'll <laughs> go back to to that. <laughs> yeah. Did do you uh, make predictions? Like beforehand? I did. You know, I was having trouble like using this app that our friend Magdalena had sent. It was like pick your ballot and all this. I can tell you what I think should have won. Okay, but I didn't write it down and then count. Oh, okay. I just know, like, I thought Birdman should win everything, and they pretty much did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> In fact, that's actually what was surprising me and what threw me off. Um, I did make yeah. a, a um, my last episode, I had all my predictions out, mm-hmm. and some of which I kind of lied. Somehow I, I, like, for example, Best Adapted Screenplay, I got in my head that um, Gone Girl was nominated. So It should have been. It should have been, yeah, because I, I think the reason how I got that is I was looking at all the other awards they won for adapted screenplay so i'm like oh yeah. well clearly they're in the oscars and i just made did that you assumption read the book i did not read the book no oh i read it it was way different than, not way different but it was in the film mm-hmm. but i would say the way they took the film because it wasn't written in a way that made sense as a movie right like i don't know it, it just the way they took it was great i think it should have been nominated for sure nominated and, I and probably show- maybe a win maybe yeah, I would have given it a win. Hmm, okay. What actually won? I don't remember. Um, imitation game because I do remember when I when I first wrote out my like predictions, mm-hmm. I actually had that written, and then I crossed it out. I'm like, oh no, Gone Girl's gonna win that. Not, not just like <laughs> I, they're not even nominated. I don't care. Gone Girl's gonna win. So after I went back and I did another um like ballot from like a Hollywood Reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw like, wait a second, Gone Girl's not listed here. So I looked back at my little scribbles and saw Imitation Game was there, and Imitation actually won. So I'm like, okay, good. That is the one movie I didn't see. I haven't seen that one either, and that's another one that feels going to be a little bit sad, but at the same time, I still do want to really see it. So That doesn't look that sad to me. What was sad, I'll tell you, is the theory of everything. Yeah, that's the other one. Did you see that one? I haven't yet, but... It was... Like, I was bawling in the theater. Mm. <laughs> it was really, really sad. The one I did see that was sad, and like I said, I was really bad this year at uh, catching up on all these movies, was mm-hmm. Selma. It was the first one I saw. Um, mm-hmm. I did see that in theaters, and I almost cried in the theater. Uh, yeah, it was so touching. It was. so, But now, it, it was really think, good. What did you think of it, other than, I mean... It, it was definitely very, um, like inspiring and motivating um Mm -hmm. and what i really liked about it is how it really just painted uh the picture of the man like martin luther king um and all my years like growing up um we're one that's that's really big on celebrating martin luther king day my parents Mm -hmm. used to take me to um 
And some one of the towns in Connecticut, we had like uh, marches that we would attend every year, and like then cool. it would end at a church, and we go do like a Martin Luther King service, mm-hmm. and maybe a lot of other black kids kind of went through this <laughs> growing up, or even just adults, they still do it now. Mm-hmm. Where, um, and I kind of, and even Black History Month, we go back and we re- we learn about you know Martin Luther King, we learn the same things, the same, mm-hmm. but what this film really did was just broke down like really showed me what it is you know first of all that he's a man and he's got his own problems and he has got flaws and fears just like everybody yeah. else does and then it really see there he is barking now um and he just um just what everybody else was going through it really just painted it more in color and i wasn't just reading it from a book so it brought it to life mm-hmm. it really brought it to life this, this do you movie. think the actor should have been nominated? Oh, definitely. Because you really do. I do because I, first of all, he is he is an actor that uh, for me is fairly new, even though I've already seen him in two other movies. Oh, um, really? Uh, one is Interstellar. The other one I cannot remember off the top of my head. He was in Interstellar. Yeah. Well, who was he? He was the only other black guy in that movie. The he guy was... that got killed. Eventually, yes, he was killed, but he was the one Did who was left spoiler? on the ship. Huh? Spoiler! Oh yeah, we are spoiling it a little bit, but I mean, I've I've gushed about that movie so much. Um, anyway, even though I meant to go back to watch it a, a couple times in the theater, I never got around to it. Yeah, it was so good. It was, oh, and I'm so... so glad that it it won the. I I knew exactly what it was gonna win. I was like, it's gonna win for sa- for sound, like whatever they did with you know those moments when it would be really quiet out in space. Yes. It needed an award for that, and I think it won something like that. It and won it for needed... best of, uh, visual effects. Yeah, exactly. That's and... spot on for sure. So I definitely got that right. Sound, but however, for... did not win. It didn't. No. Not well. It was really good. I mean, once I saw Whiplash, though, I kind of, I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you insist. Yeah, That's... I get it. Yeah. Fine. That's the other one I still have not seen yet. What I really do want to see, especially now uh, with everything mm-hmm. that's happened. Um, but uh, I do want to see Whiplash. It was really good. Yeah, it's it was really good. Because I'm a big fan of. Uh, I guess I could say I'm a big fan of, of J.K. Simmons now. I've, I think I've always been. Yeah. Like, anytime I see him, like, oh, I might have to see that. Whatever that is. He's in so many things that we don't even realize. Like. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, it's uh, like he's just such a recognizable face, you know. And and not just because of the commercials, but what i yeah. didn't know and i learned and i learned this from snl is that he is actually the voice of the yellow m&m and i never never ever knew that i found that out like yesterday i think and i was really surprised by that it makes sense now that now that i heard it i'm like oh i get it made, <laughs> made me appreciate those commercials a little bit more now like yeah now yeah. i want to know who the red m&m is <laughs> me too me too i really do i like him better <laughs> <laughs> and He's my favorite in my mind i'm thinking it's somebody like billy crystal but i have no idea who it is so i don't know i know it's not Maybe. him but <laughs> um but um anyway i want i forgot to say about selma i think obviously the story is very perfect to be a film right right but where i feel like they lacked was in the cinematography okay and in i mean maybe i'm gonna just call it the director kind of not being as strong as, as she should have been you know mm-hmm. um because the all the actors gave a great performance. The casting was perfect. Like most of those people looked spot on. Like I knew exactly who they were. You didn't have to say a word. 
Like right. they casted really well. Right. And the produ- production obviously was great. They had all these archival footage and stuff like no, no problem there, but they were showing all these weird angles of like Martin Luther King from the side. You can't see his face. I mean, I understand you're trying to give some like mystique to him, but we- you had a scene where Coretta Scott King is crying and they're showing her from like a mile away. I'm exaggerating, but like a mile away <laughs> and like from the side of her head. And I'm like, wait, but I want to see her face. You want to see the you tears know? rolling down. Yeah. Like they, it wasn't like conventionally shot. And then they had all these weird like composition things that were because I'm I'm a filmmaker and I'm I look for that stuff and I appreciate good filmmaking. And the cinematography just wasn't there. Like it wasn't what this movie needed. It, it's such an epic story it's such an important story and it's like they didn't really put enough into that part of it now it didn't like you didn't feel it was a sense of like an artistic choice or or maybe if it was it didn't look art that it didn't work for the scenes that for example the the crying scene that you're mentioning yeah you i mean preferred something a little okay so when intimate. he went and gave the the speech at the end mm-hmm. that big speech they ha- there are such like perfect amazing iconic photos of that speech and they shot it from below with all these microphones in his face and i get that because as a person part of that march you would have that's what Mm -hmm. you would have seen exactly right i get that but the way they would like pan the camera and they would stop it where like the microphones are covering his eyes and it's like if you would have just went like another centimeter we could see his eyes you Mm. know what i mean yeah it was just it was killing me i was like dying inside i'm like oh my god (laughs) they needed such a better cinematographer or i don't i don't know i don't want to blame the cinematographer it could have been the director maybe the editor chose a bad shot i have no idea but Mm. it could it should have been so much better it should have looked so much better so much more grand and like it should have looked the way um the what's his name uh, the the theory of every, everything the way that looked oh okay you know what i mean yeah well i i'm just the, agreeing the for the sake of, of uh yeah i know i know since i i it is on my list to see i definitely will see the rest of these movies it's just yeah it was a it was a busy weekend so i know me too i feel like i just watched movies all weekend i spent 13 hours at the movie marathon wow and then i went home on sunday and i watched about three more movies <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Because I watched uh, Birdman Saturday night, mm-hmm. and it ended yeah. up being like really late, but it was like really worth it. Because like, wow, this was actually really good. Yeah. Um, and I, I was I was impressed, but and then after that, I did even more research, like finding out like how tightly how tightly written the script had to be. Yeah. And had I done that 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 bit of research more, I think I probably would have actually chose um, Birdman to get uh, best original screenplay. And I had went with um, <clears throat> previous research and gave that one to Grand Budapest Hotel, which it did not get. So I don't think that was Wes Anderson's best film, though. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not calling myself a huge Wes Anderson fan, even though I've seen a lot of his movies. I haven't seen them all. Yeah, same here. Um, I did want to see Moonrise Kingdom. I still haven't seen that one yet. That was pretty good. I would say it was better than this. Okay. I'll keep but that in my mind. Fa- it didn't have enough Jason Schwartzman in it for me. That, <laughs> that's true. That's there true. was only just a little bit. It was like a minute, and then he left, and I was so sad. I'm like, no, I want you back. <laughs> I think I might have to say my favorite one would be uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. 
out of all his oh, films. Oh, really? I haven't seen that one. That one is, it was, it's definitely cute and just like, maybe because it's the whole stop motion photography thing. Oh, it's um, in stop motion? I yeah. It's, okay, now I have to see it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good one. It definitely is a good one. Um, okay. But I thought that would also would have been a one that was a contender for um, cinematography because, I, actually, now I'm not even sure. I can't remember who won. I think oh, they won. No, they didn't win. Birdman won that one. Yeah, and it should have, for right. sure. Right, definitely. Because, I mean, just the whole... That's what I was talking about, the technicalities of Birdman. I just... That was just a feat all its own. And I sent um, a text to one of my friends. It, it might come off as sounding racist, but, I mean, it can't do any worse than what Sean Penn did. So, um, but I sent a text to one of my friends. She's a very, very, very hardworking uh, person. And she likes to say all the time... She's Puerto Rican, but she likes to say she's working hard like a Mexican. Okay. Because um, she's got, like, three jobs or whatever. Hi, so. Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Mexican friend. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I used to have a Mexican friend named Oscar. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where he went. Um, uh, but uh, he, not he. She. Um, I texted her this morning saying, um, you know, now you know even harder now because they put together a film that is meant to look. It's in one continuous take, and it's. I just basically explained what the mechanics of Birdman is about. And yeah. told her that I'm now okay with her using, you know, saying that she's working hard like a Mexican because at least you can get an Oscar, you can get three Oscars for it. So that's right. So it was. They worked really hard, and so now it's accurate. It's not racist. Right. Exactly. So, you, <laughs> so maybe now my friend should deserve herself an Oscar, even though nothing what she's doing is in the uh, the entertainment field. Although, is that really an insult? I mean, I don't know. It isn't now. It's definitely a, a compliment. You just got to add the name at the end of it, which I kept tweeting, and I still already kind of forgot how to pronounce <laughs> his name completely. But I think it's like Inaritu. Yes, Inaritu, and we're probably not saying it right because we're not Spanish speakers. <laughs> but oh man, if I could, I would just love. You know what? I'm gonna have to get that movie, and hopefully, yeah. the director commentary is on it. Because I can listen to him talk all day long. I know. He was so well-spoken. Well, I loved what he said about that crazy people made the movie. Mm -hmm. Because as a filmmaker, I'm crazy. Mm, right. And, like, I got it. Like, I totally got the point of that movie. Like, that nothing that you, you do is ever good enough, no matter how hard you work on something. Mm -hmm. Like, I totally got it. And so I loved what he said. Uh, yeah, so it was... Yeah, I love what he said, and I think just how he said it. Yeah, and he does look a little crazy. Um, maybe it's the hair, but maybe Don't that's make a Mexican thing. We're all crazy. We're all crazy in a good way. Oh, okay, that's definitely <laughs> good to know. Um, you need to be a little like OCD and a little, a little weird to be a filmmaker. I believe it. I definitely believe it. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other examples when, I mean, all the ones that have quirks. So Alfred Hitchcock, he's a little quirky, yep. a little weird. Um, mm -hmm. John Waters, I don't know why he was the next one that came to mind, but <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're up there. They're they're weird. Um, but yeah, speaking of ex acceptance speeches and just stay weird, stay different. I totally clung on to that, and that is now going to be one of my new mantras. Mm. And that was for Graham. Uh, I want to say Thomas, not Thomas. The one who won for uh, adapted screenplay. Okay. But he that's that was one of the things I took away from his speech, which was very very genuine. And Jason I, Hall. Jason Hall. Yep. Oh, okay. For American Sniper. 
Nope. Um, Imitation Game. The oh, writer. The guy that said he was gonna kill himself. Right, that one. Graham yes. Moore. Okay, Graham Moore. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That speech, like, I was nervous when he said he was gonna kill himself. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't know where you were going with that, but yeah. Then he went off and he just pulled it know, out. Yeah, yeah, he... it was good. It was good. And like, I mean, that was just just. That was like a cloud 10 for him because of winning, um, having Oprah present that to him. Yeah. Um, I would have said the same thing. Like, thanks, Oprah. Because, like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to get another, another chance like that. Just to, like, I know. By the way, Oprah, thank you for this. Um, <laughs> and even she complimented him after he was done. I don't oh, know yeah. if anybody caught that, but I thought that was a nice little highlight oh. for him. Um, but, yeah, that was... Uh, it was definitely a great, like the the awards. I got fifteen out of twenty four predictions correct, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of how I did last year, mm-hmm. about that much. So, the ones that threw me off were were best actor. I thought Michael Keaton would have got that again. I like, was hoping, but they're not going to give Batman an Oscar an Oscar ever. Ugh. I want them to because yeah. he's my favorite Batman. He's almost but everybody's favorite Batman. They're never going to give him an award. Like, he'd have to play Lincoln or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He'd really have to... He'd have to, have to play Lincoln with cancer that, you know, fights for... <laughs> I was going to say fights for slaves, but he kind of already did that as Lincoln. <laughs> he did. But, but um, yeah, he, he'd really have to go above and beyond. But I thought he did... You know, he went above and beyond for this role. It was a really, yeah. like, role, but... It was amazing. I thought it was great. Even if, um, and I kept calling him Michael uh, Oyelowo, but it's really David. <laughs> oh, um, okay. His first name's David. I was just focusing on his last name. First name could have been Walter. But um, even if he was nominated, I think I still would have said Michael Keaton would have won. But I don't know. That would have changed up everything, even if uh, Oyelowo was, was nominated. Maybe. Because, you know, I thought he should have been nominated. The, who is that? Oh, the, okay, MLK, got it. I can't pronounce his name, and so when you say it, I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Once I heard it said, I kept saying it to myself so I wouldn't mess it up. But like, I think I'm also kind of thirsty, so maybe I should have, like, <laughs> lubricated before I, I start throwing out all these names. Because I'm, okay. I'm definitely not going to try to, to uh, they call him Chewy. Even though uh-huh. I think you have to be his friend, um, but that actor who was nominated last year for Twelve Years a Slave, mm-hmm. um, and I have to kind of re- I have it written down and I have it written phonetically, so so I can okay. remember how to say his name. I think if if they would have had the right camera angles on him, and if the director was stronger, mm-hmm. he would have won. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely like think he was capable of. I think he was, he did a great job in the movie. Mm-hmm. I just think they didn't capture it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't yeah. capture it. So. And as for uh, the director's name is uh, Ava Duvrier. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I'm tripping over. I'm just going to call her Ava. But um, Ava. I think people just wanted like the nomination or just the recognition yeah. of her. Because uh, even her, even if she was nominated, she wasn't going to win. But I think they just wanted her nominated. Yeah, I mean, I get that. And I'm a f- female director, and I'm all for, like, let's have some female directors. But mm-hmm. that movie had some problems. Like, yeah. I have to admit it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And I, it's just, 
my own thing. It's not a movie that I would watch multiple times because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sensitive and emotional. <laughs> so, um, but I think Birdman is one that I probably could watch like a second time. Um, I'm going to buy the DVD. Like I don't buy DVDs, mm-hmm. but Birdman, I want to wa- I want to study it. Yeah, because that is one to study. I want to study. Yeah, I want to see every shot, how they did it. The rehearsals. To watch it again. Yeah, I want to hear all the backstage stuff, everything. Yeah, that is that is actually one to yeah, that is one to study definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, and Boyhood was completely shut out. Uh, you have seen it. I have not, so I don't. It was really good. Okay. The only thing that bothered me that I wrote down because I was taking notes during the. The marathon, just so I'd have things to tell you. Okay. The only thing I didn't like was that it had blurry shots. Hmm. And I know also the the making of Boyhood on show. They have it on Showtime on demand for some reason. Hmm, the okay. making of, but the the movie's not there. So I watched anyway. I watched the uh, <laughs> the making of, and they said they shot the whole thing on thirty five millimeter film, so that it would look consistent. Good choice. From 12 years and I, I get that but some of them the shots were blurry and it was really distracting at least to me and then some of their actors like their non-main actors were mm-hmm. just terrible terrible actors <laughs> i guess because when you first started and then i don't know i, I can't say because like, in the middle of the movie there was this girl on a bike you'll see it when you when you watch it now look look for the girl on the bike she was terrible terrible <laughs> but I, I'll, yeah. I'll, t- I'll keep a lookout for that. <laughs> hopefully it won't be too distracting but from a well, lot of the girl on the bike you're gonna be like oh boy here we go <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah lost the, that one the, the bike but um yeah i will watch that one soon i will finish grand budapest hotel and i think the next one up for me would, would be whiplash because I, I do yeah. really want one it was really well paced. Like I, I watched it. I finished watching it right before the Emmys came on, mm-hmm. and so uh, the Oscars. I mean, um, right before the the show came on, and so I had just watched it. and I'm like, oh my god, that was amazing! And then I was like, that needs to win best editing. <laughs> and it did. And then, and then it did, and I was like, yes, I told you. <laughs> like, I got it. I got. It. I was so excited. That because... one, I, I thought for sure, Boy- Boyhood would have won because you know you really? had to put together twelve years of like film i almost said 12 years a slave technically yes but they did it all on 35 millimeter film so it was all the same it's not like they said we're going to use vhs and we're going to use all these different things Mm, okay you know and i I get you know 12 years okay i would have given it to the director yeah that's what i thought would have would have got that's who i had i was expecting him to have won the best director just for his commitment and for that experiment that he did right right and for it actually becoming a film like i heard a joke this morning that said thank god no one died (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know like you would have been screwed so what happened to your mother oh well you know new mom (laughs) (laughs) just a random other actress shows up you know serious plastic surgery <laughs> oh, it's a good thing they didn't use Uma Thurman or uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh my goodness! Oh, I'm so sad about Uma Thurman. Yeah, I've saw the I'm pictures. I'm so disappointed. I really like her. I love Uma Thurman. Oh, She's man. like one of my favorite actresses, and I'm really disappointed that she she did that to her face. Yeah, it's. She doesn't look like herself anymore. It, she doesn't. She really doesn't. So I, 
I mean, they're going to say, oh, new Uma Thurman movie. And I'm like, mm, that's not Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was a rumor of another Kill Bill, but now I'm not as interested. No. And I wonder if Tarantino will even cast her. Oh, at this yeah. Point. She doesn't even look like herself anymore. I mean, right. I, I don't know if they ever dated or whatever, but I always thought they had a thing. Yeah, they did seem close. Like he liked her or something. Like something was there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you who know? wouldn't? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel bad. I sometimes get her confused with um, Heather Graham. But oh, the, really? Well, okay. the only, only because they're you know kind of a blonde and they have a kind of look about them. Uh, but Heather Graham, okay. we share like, a birthday. Uma Thurman so. can kick like kick Heather Graham's ass. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Like a foot taller. <laughs> I, I completely agree. So like they're I, in a different weight class. <laughs> I, I, I know it's it maybe it's kind of almost sacrilegious. I even make that kind of comparison, but that's just my brain sometimes the way that it, is it works. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> it is racist. Yes, yes. All all blonde, blue eyed <laughs> women look the same to me. So I. Wow. Except for Scarlett Johansson, I seem to make a, a, a difference yeah. for her. So. Did you see Lucy? I did see Lucy. I saw it yesterday in my binging, my movie binging. Oh, wow. How was that within all of everything you were watching? I really liked it. Like, I was really, I thought it was better than some of the Best Picture nominees. You know, and that's 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 the crazy thing about it. And and it's only, I think, like movie people like us that we, or I'm, maybe I'm just speaking for everybody or all the, these movie snobs. But like, with all the nominated movies, are like, oh, yeah, that movie was good for so-and-so-and-so. But the movie we really, really like, or for me, I would have had my best picture probably be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, why wasn't that nominated like a million times? I, I don't know. I mean, that <laughs> had everything a movie needed to be. I laughed. Yeah. I got sentimental like twice. Um, yeah. Action pack on the edge of my seat thriller. Yeah. It mm-hmm. actually works in 3D. Yeah. Um what more do you need? I mean, the acting was great. I was lost in the characters. I am Groot. I am Groot. I mean, I... even Batista was a good actor in that movie. Yes, he was. Yes. <laughs> yes, he that was. That is a feat. <laughs> he, he can get an honorary um, uh, supporting actor. Oscar. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that had everything. And that didn't even win for Best Makeup. I really I was pulling for Best Makeup for that yeah. one. Yeah. I thought it would have won... But best makeup as costume design and everything like i was really surprised that um uh that wes anderson movie won best costume design because all they had on was um like like the uniform yeah bellhop uniform they didn't have all these elaborate costumes the way guardians of the galaxy had Mm -hmm. i guess i get set design that he always does for those worlds that Wes Anderson creates, but not the costume design. And then that old lady walking to the stage for like 20 minutes. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I mean, Here we go. at least this year they're closer to the stage. Cause I remember one year I watched the Oscars and they had, they had them like out in like some kind of way in the back, but they had a microphone for them. And oh, like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that is, that's almost like an insult in a sense. Like you're not good enough to be on the, the big stage with us, but here's a microphone for you. So you don't have to walk as far. They insulted me so hard yesterday, just as like, well, because mostly what I do is I'm a director and an editor. Okay. And so I was really offended when they started playing the music on the editor, the best editor of the year for Whiplash. Mm. He wasn't even talking for that long and they start playing the music. Meanwhile, any recognizable actor comes up and they let them speak for as long as they need. Mm. I was just so offended. Like, 
the editor does so much work. They do. They really do. And you're like, oh, no big deal. No one knows who you are. You know, no one that you do. So just you know. Yeah, like say thank I was you and really go away. Offended, like I was pissed. <laughs> but hey, the director, or uh, I'm assuming he was the director for the best foreign film, Ida or Ida. Mm -hmm. I've been calling it Ida all this time, but Ida. Um, he didn't care. I think they played off the walk-off music or wrap it up music <laughs> twice, and he still kept talking. That's funny. So kudos to him. Um, and then what I also want to say, what uh, I guess it's all Wes Anderson films, and he actually predates Instagram, but a lot of his shots could be used for Instagram shots just you know, with the filter already thrown on. Yeah. It's all symmetrical. <laughs> and I understand it's just his style, but after when I was watching, I'm like, wow, any of these shots could just – one of these – any of these stills could just be yeah. used as, you know, Instagram kind of fodder. Or like – like a piece of art even that you know? too that too because that's yeah. how i felt about um <laughs> tree of life which is one of the mm -hmm. the last times i was in new york actually that that wasn't the last time last time i was in new york i was actually seeing x-men days of future past mm -hmm. which also had a nomination for visual effects oh okay. that one but there was no beating interstellar though no 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 there wasn't i think the only other one that i've heard people like actually talk about was um uh, Planet Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I think. Whatever the most recent Planet of the Apes. I didn't movie see was. that because it looks scary. <laughs> scary, like you're not gonna watch it. Scary, or yeah, like I'm not gonna watch it. Wow, it looks scary. <laughs> I have not seen it yet. I'm just, I frighten very easily. I'm not in a rush to see it. Um, so what, Anaconda? You won't be able to do that one either. Anaconda with J Lo. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that the, wasn't scary. It wasn't scary because it was. No, that was cheesy. Oh, okay. See, I like cheesy, scary, but like movies that are those suspenseful, like things will pop out. That they actually put like some that. real money. No, like things will, um, like you'll walk and then something will jump out of the closet. Oh, you know? okay. And then the music goes really loud. Like they did that in, in Selma. I hate to shit on Selma. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's It's okay. They did that on Selma and I felt so pissed at the editor because, you know, when the explosion happened with the little girls. Oh, very early. Yeah. It's like they lost the emotional part of it in the trying to shock us. You know mm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like I, I was shocked. Yes, I was. But I was scared more than I was feeling bad. Mm. Like I feel like the whole editing of that was weird. Now that you put it that way, I feel like that's probably intentional just to show you that that um like back then, like if you're trying mm -hmm. to do something, even if you weren't, you always have to kind of be on guard because mm. that's the kind of environment that these people lived through. Um, and especially like with the little little girls, they they were doing nothing. They were just you I know, know on their I way know. to go to church or whatever they were doing. Whereas at least with King, he was trying to do something. So he had to kind of expect anything to happen. Mm -hmm. at any time so good point so that's i without well, even meaning to defend it i guess i just defended it there well so. what did um what i missed what i didn't really understand was the um malcolm x what what happened there like <laughs> lost. i um and i think he i'm kind of like him. yeah that was that was also again i agree with you great casting and yeah. i was surprised he even showed up i'm like oh wow we got a cameo from uh, malcolm x and by cameo, I obviously not the real one, but you know. Um, but I, he was there to, to help. And I do know, like later on in his years, actually after he got like, um, I'll just say 
uh, either exiled or excommunicated from the rest of the nation of Islam. Mm -hmm. um, he had went back to, I think, Israel or somewhere, and he kind of just reevaluated his life and how he was going about trying to make change. And I, he kind of started to agree or see from um, King's point of view and wanted to help. So when he came into town, I guess, I don't know, I couldn't tell if he was actually in Selma or he, he was wherever um, uh, King's wife was. But um, yeah. basically he was trying to make amends and trying to help out. So he said, well, you know, at least people know what I'm about. So if they see me, they know that I'm the alternative. Whereas King, he's a lot more peaceful. So yeah. they can either, you know, listen to me kind of rile up people or try to do something more peaceful like King. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how he was trying to help out. But so I do now were they saying that the president or that bad guy with the president had him killed because then he disappeared. They never showed how he disappeared, which I was like, wait, what happened to Malcolm X? Like, where did he go for that? I would have to direct you to uh, Spike Lee's Malcolm X. Um, oh. <laughs> but basically it's it's a conspiracy of how he was killed. Um, many people believe that it was the Nation of Islam retaliating because he spoke badly of um who was in mm -hmm. charge at the time so they figured yeah i mean i know i understand the story but in this in selma in the movie selma oh i oh. didn't feel like it had anything to do with like the story i think because he was trying to help and i think if had he not been assassinated maybe that would have brought a little bit of a difference yeah um but i just feel like they could have tied it in a little more to the story like to kind of wrap up, like, if they're going to introduce this character... Kind of follow through a little bit more leaves. with it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> then oh, he left, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I, I guess yeah. for what it was there, what what would it, what it was worth, I, I I was just happy. I was like, hey, I didn't know he was, you know, even there or a part of it. But Yeah, it was cool to see him. Maybe maybe that's how they felt. Like, well, where'd he go? What happened? And then they yeah. find out that he was killed. So I'm like, oh. And I think there was a scene about that. They I don't mentioned know. it like in a line. It was okay. it was weak storytelling. So it was just a throwaway line, sort of. Yeah, like oh he got blah blah blah. Just oh. so they wrap it up. You it's know? Like, oh he died. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go with that plan now. Never mind. <clears throat> oh, but yeah. Um. So let's. Um. I mean, because I can sit here and talk to movie mo talk movies with you all day, but mm -hmm. you are a filmmaker yourself. Okay. So um, <laughs> and um, I even. Uh, I think Magdalene even gave me one of your uh, your films, but I have, oh, cool. I apologize. I have since lost it. It's all um, good. But um, someone else has found it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know where it is. I have a desk that's full of DVDs, and it might have joined that 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 colony. Yeah. Um. So I'll have to go through it and review it. My movies it. are all online. Okay. I might not even have to go look for it on my desk. You won't then. have to look for it. It's on so my website. Where can we find it then? Oh, you said all it's online. My movies and my films and. All my projects that I'm working on now, they're on lauramioli.com. Okay. L-A-U-R-A-M-E-O-L-I. Thank you. That's what I was about to ask, if you could spell yep. it. Um, and how long have you been uh, or making movies? Um, I would say I went to Brooklyn College for film production. So it's been about seven years that I've been working mostly in television. Okay. And in online video. Um, and I've been doing films on the side, kind of um and just loving film hmm. because i just love it but you know film is kind of a hard thing to to love 
<laughs> because it costs so much money to make. Oh, yeah. So I have made one film since college. I'm working on my first feature right now. Um, and I'm working on a web series, which just actually won a Telly Award. Wow. Um, Congratulations. I'm very excited. Thank you. Um, so it's called Women of Action. Um, and we have a podcast now. We It started off as a web series, Women of Action with Lenina. Um, and it's like a talk show where we, uh, Lenina will interview women who are entrepreneurs, businesswomen, creative people, you know, just We're, cool women. Women who are taking action, I'm assuming. We're taking action, you know. Based on the title, yeah. Achieve their success. And you said you're a director? And I'm directing that, okay. yes. Okay. And so now I'm also doing podcasts with her, which is why I'm at, as comfortable as I am speaking to you because I would say like a year ago, I would be so scared to do this. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it does. I, I don't realize it now, but I've kind of been in the uh, the podcast podcasting game, I guess, now for four years. Um, yeah. So and this is my second podcast. Mm -hmm. So um, but I mean, it, it is fun because it, it's part of being a creative and you are a creative so you just kind of maybe feel this drive you have to do something and make something yeah and um podcasting well podcasting is a lot cheaper than filmmaking so yes it, it, it's kind of a little <laughs> bit quicker of a, of a process but there's still you know production and creativity and all that stuff that goes into mm -hmm. it um but backing up to the uh the feature um mm -hmm. what stages are you in with that like, where well, are you I, with that? I have an idea for some characters um, and for a world that I, I want to, uh, a story I want to tell, pretty much. Okay. Um, I wrote it as a pilot script for a TV show. Um, and it's funny, I took a class a few weeks ago called, like, pilot writing or something. Like, I had finished writing it. I had this goal, like, I'm going to write this pilot and I'm going to enter in festivals. I have, I have entered it, but I didn't feel like... I knew what the next step was because okay. I'm a film person. And so um, I've decided to turn it into a, a feature film after going to that class. And he said, well, what is your story? Can you tell it in in a series or in like an hour and a half? And I'm like, well, yeah, I could tell it in an hour and a half. Like, hmm. that sounds right. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll make it a film. And it feels a lot less scary because I actually kind of know now how to go about it. So I'm writing it. Um, and then I'm going to start producing it at some point. Hmm, that's good. Although I'm not like really the expert on like fundraising or pro like getting money to make a feature. Okay. So that would be interesting. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I, I definitely know there are, there are many ways to go about it. I mean, there are so many like crowdfunding sites now mm -hmm. besides just like a Kickstarter. Um, cause I've been asked to donate, which I, I, you know, I do like to do. I, cause I know how difficult it is to, you know, get money to do things yeah. like that. So I do the best, the best I can to support where I can. Um, mm -hmm. But um, uh, you said it was difficult. Was that um, the first thing that came to mind when you said it was uh, not not difficult, but um, trying to tell a story within like an hour and a half? Is it is like having knowing the ending? Is that something yeah. that was? that made it a little easier, made you decide to go to feature film versus trying to make this into a series? Yeah, I think it's because I always knew the ending. Okay. And so trying to write it into a, into a TV series, you have to kind of always stretch out 
and stretch out and add things and leave everything unresolved so that you have another season, another right. episode. Somewhere else to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my idea is more like, well, I, I know how I want it to end. I know the lesson. I know the theme. So let me just get it over with. <laughs> Not get it over with. But well, like... yeah, you want to, yeah. You want to have a nice little tied up so you don't have to worry about like canceled. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And then to make a TV series is going to be 10 times more expensive because you have 10 episodes versus one, you know? Mm -hmm. or... So I just feel much more comfortable with it. You could always do a mini series too, maybe. Because that's. Maybe. That's what um supposedly NBC's The Slap is supposed to be. Which I have not watched. That looks weird. It does. <laughs> and I mean, I've made jokes, several jokes with my family uh, about like, you know, saying how they've been slapped. There's no TV shows about that. Um, or I like, used to get slapped all the time. Yeah. So I, I guess maybe it's because, like I said, I've never watched it. I did try to watch the first episode, but then I got distracted probably with ice cream and I never finished yeah. it. Um, but. I'm also asking these questions because I have also been working somewhat on, on a project. Uh -huh. It's more of a concept and I'm going to actually do a video explaining what it is okay. and trying to find people that are interested in getting it to go somewhere. Cool. And all it started with, it started with two things actually. First, I was, um, I like the show Mad Men mm -hmm. and I just had this wondering, just this curiosity, what would... You know this this world that she captured mm -hmm. um, on television. What would it look like from the black perspective? And yeah. then um, we were introduced to um, the um, Draper's uh, not nanny, but maid, I guess, mm -hmm. before she was fired. And I kind of wondered where she went. So okay. I started with that, and I just kind of thought about you know what she might have been going through. And it's like the late '60s, so they're going through the civil rights era. And of course, these, you know, executives out on Wall Street, these, you know, older white guys, they don't really, they're not really focused on that. Whereas mm -hmm. I would say even my ancestors would be. Um, so I kind of thought about that, did some research. At the same time, I'm, I'm also really into music, uh, like listening to a whole bunch of different things. And I really like title sequences. So okay. I decided to design my own title sequence for the show. I mean, the both these two ideas didn't really come together until after I was actually <laughs> trying to put these things together yeah that's so, how it works yeah exactly so <laughs> um the title sequence i made a title sequence and i showed it to people and some people i didn't even tell them what my idea for the show would be mm -hmm. they just said oh my god what is the show i want to watch it right now oh it's awesome all it is is just um photos i i, I snatch from all over on google mm -hmm. of um random pictures from the the 60s of civil rights um or just civil rights and justice all just mm -hmm. thrown with a, a, a sepia tone on it and some titles of like actors. I even asked around people just randomly. It's like, Hey, wh who would you want to see in a TV show? So I got a lot of people saying Idris Elba because mm -hmm. they're just all in love with his uh, milk chocolatey ness. Goodness. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I threw Denzel Washington in there because I had an idea for him and I'm like, I know he's busy with like, um, being awesome in movies and rich and rich yeah. and everything. So I wouldn't <laughs> want to, you know, nail him down into a series. And, you know, basically I would I kind of put him in a Sean Bean kind of uh, scenario. So those of you who are familiar with uh, Game of Thrones kind of know where I'm going with that. Um, so he'd be one to star in the show, but he's, he doesn't have to stay unless he wants to. 
And then I'm also thinking maybe just be a mini series, so it doesn't matter anyway. All these people can yeah. leave after it's done. But basically, I just have this idea, and I have a thing to show um, how I would want to start it out. And it's you out there in the world. Indiegogo ready to go. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> the only thing is, I haven't written anything. What I do have is I have a billboard, not a billboard, but a um, uh, like a post, not a poster board either. Bolton board. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. And it's got it's full of um, index cards all my characters i have a couple of the episode ideas like i have a a thanksgiving episode that's going to be a basically a bottle episode everybody's in the house uh take care of like thanksgiving dinner and it'll be some laughs some cries and things be uh um yeah it's everything is in my head it's just i haven't gotten to the point of writing it down that's the hardest part right is like organizing all these things flowing around in your brain right and I've lived with these characters in my head for about maybe six months, if not more now. Oh, yeah. You've got to just write every day. Write something down. So you said you have, like, the characters in the world. Do you write down the characters? Or you just start writing the story? Um, well, I don't know if my method is the best, but I just tend to write whatever comes in my brain. Okay. And I'll write it as notes, and, I, and then... Um, once I had my outline for the pilot, I started writing the scenes and that's how it kind of worked for me. Um, the class I took had a really great, I can't remember his name, but the great professor that was talking to us, he, um, he said he writes every single day. He writes in longhand, like on paper and mm. then he types it up and then he, um, then he does the structure and the outline and he he has a whole packet wow i'll share some of that nugget with you later okay cool <laughs> that's that'll be that'll be but actually key, be helpful the key that i got from from that class was you have to write every day mm. i've Just been hearing that a lot it, more so i get it out yeah I, yeah. I've been hearing that, and I think I really need to just do that. Because I, I was at a point where I was doing it, but then I stopped. Because I wasn't doing screenwriting. I was doing more poetry stuff at the time. Yeah. I was writing totally every day. Cool. But, yeah, because I, I, I have to get it out. So at least I can work and move on to other things. and then, But still writing well, every day. Well, you can use your poetry as episodes. That is true, too. It is very, very true. Because I do have all these characters I want to delve into. And I want to make them really rich and really, you know vibrant and uh mm -hmm. but um yeah don't get caught up in what you want it to be i think is the best thing i can say okay we'll just write the best that you can and we'll it will it will happen Sounds so i good. kind of i feel like i hold myself back sometimes just because i'm like oh i want it to be so great and oh i want i want it to be this and i want it to be that you just have to do it hmm well, I will jump back into um, Women of Action, is it? Yes. Um, how long has that been going now? <laughs> we had a season that started last year in January. Okay. Um, we had four episodes. We have five more coming, which are, I'm editing them now. Um, so this is the second year. Oh, we nice. just started the podcast recently. So I think not so bad for a, like a year old. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, this is a website as well. Just um, um, it's right now. It lives on YouTube and on Facebook. Okay. It's uh, YouTube.com/slash Woe with Lenina W O A with Lenina L E N I N A. 
Okay. It's on YouTube. So that's definitely one to check out and subscribe. And mm-hmm. um, new episodes are on the way because you said you're editing. They're so. on the way. Yeah, I'm going to Italy next week. So once I come back, I'll be editing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no editing while you're away. I've I've tried going on vacation and doing no work. Editing. It just does not mix. Really? Oh my god. I it was ridiculous. I was in a I was staying in a beach house trying to actually actually trying to put together a podcast uh, or edit it, and I'm like, what am I doing? And yeah. I just closed my laptop and I went out on the porch and watched the sunset. So, yeah. Enjoy no. the moment. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. And I cherished each and every little grain of sand that did not get in my shoe because I'm good like that. But, um, yeah, it was – I miss those days. Yeah. Hoping no one can hear my dog whimpering. He's been whimpering for like the last half an hour. He sounds so sad. What's happening? Out. Oh, and it's because we have other people in the house. He's only going to go there just to bark at them. So I just have him in here with me. So I have similar pet problems. My cat, the second that I started recording, mm-hmm. I closed the door so he would stay out and he starts scratching. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, you can't like let me close the door for like one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I recently heard of a fix where I guess you can put a um, a gate like a mm-hmm. like a child gate or something. This was, I was actually reading from somebody else. I'm like, eh, what, what good is this? But maybe that might help you. I don't know. Maybe. Because at least they can see you, but they just can't come in. <laughs> that we would ha- be really funny. We have that for him. So whenever he needs to stay in the kitchen, we just put up the gate. So he just stays in the kitchen. That's really Mostly funny. if we want him to eat his food or stay away from the little babies that are in here. He's getting babies? Cl- well, because my, my niece, my sister will come with her. Oh, basically, it's my nephew. Oh, cool. So they, his name is Eli. He doesn't quite interact with um, Chief uh, playfully or. Oh, uh, gentle. Yes, gentle. Because Eli would like to either play with his tail or stick his fingers in his nose. And that's how he gets nipped at. Yeah. So we don't Kids want Kids don't that. know how to deal with, with animals. Yeah. Especially Chief because he's small. So. Yeah. Doesn't He doesn't need that in his life. <laughs> no. But um, I think that's all that I have for you. Okay. And um, I mean, it was it was definitely a great chat. And I'm so happy we uh, got to do this. I know you're awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're such a wealth of information, and um, <laughs> we'll we'll definitely have to speak on more movies too. Especially like if you see one and you want to review it, or I see one, like I gotta talk to somebody about this this film. Is there I anything out that you, you want to see? You need to go see. SpongeBob movie. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll think about it. It's not. Is it, yeah, it's out now. Actually, it's out. I really want to see Kingsman. By, yeah, I want to see the Kingsman too. I'm a little thrown off by like that. It's live action SpongeBob. Mm. Uh huh. But the, I don't know. I kind of still want to see it. I mean, I think the, the live action part is a almost a bit of a perk for me. Oh, okay. Because because it's different. So I'm like, hmm, okay. okay. So and if like you're gonna be a SpongeBob fan after all. You said that, not me. I know it. I know it. <laughs> uh, even, if, even if it comes down that I end up being one, and I'm saying that's a big if, I may not neither uh, confirm or deny. <laughs> I just may plead the fifth on if I'm a SpongeBob fam. Fine. But, uh, that, did you that, see uh, Foxcatcher yet? I did not. That's I want to see it. That was another one that kind of like, I feel like I know enough about it that I don't have to see it. Oh really? But I, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't want to mean it in a bad way, but like I've, okay. like I know the story, um, 
I think I heard enough uh, interviews about it, and then I kind of went and did my own research on you know what really happened because it's based on true story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'd probably just be seeing it just to see uh, Steve Carell disappear into that character. Yeah, because and he's a great actor. I yeah. love when like com- comedians can play a serious role. Like it throws everyone off. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, they Chief need to have closer. a comedy. They need to have a comedy um, nomination in the Oscars. They should. They should. Yes, we we mentioned this briefly um, about how there are there is no comedy. Okay, he's getting a little louder now. Let me let like, him out. They don't care. They don't care about comedy at all. No, and I mean I can't. They consider um, Birdman to be a comedy, which it does have a couple. Oh, yeah, it was a comedy for sure. Yeah, it's got some moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I gotta go let him out. Hold on one second. Poor doggy. Okay, he's free. <laughs> <laughs> You're free. <laughs> <laughs> he went and ran away. Um, but yeah, they do need like a. So basically, you kind of suggesting something like a like the Golden Globes have. Yeah, I think the Golden Globes is a better award show. Honestly, I like that they have they have the comedy thing, and I I would want an action. Um, an action selection as well. Hmm. Right. So that that would bring that to the That's forefront. That's what people watch. Everyone is watching it. You're going to say it doesn't exist or it doesn't deserve an award. I mean, the fact that the Avengers didn't get an award. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or those three last Batman movies from Christopher Nolan. And that's, that's ridiculous. something I did tweet out that like, Chris, when will Chris get some love? Yeah. Cause, uh, Inception is still one of my top favorite films, and that was mm-hmm. just great. Great at everything. I mean, I loved yeah. everything about it, um, mm-hmm. and that kind of goes into saying also with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio just being shut out each and every. What yeah. does he have to do? Which I don't get that. I don't either. What does he have to do? I mean, he's in all these serious movies. It's not he... like he's Zach Galifianakis or something, who I think did great in Birdman. Oh yeah, he did. He did. But like, he's never going to get an Oscar because he's funny. Right. You know, it's like, oh no, he's one of those funny guys. You can't give one to him. <laughs> yeah. But there are some exceptions to the rule, like the late great Robin Williams, because he went. Mm. What was that? That was for Goodwill needed... Hunting. He needed a whole tribute. At that show, I was really disappointed. Right, right. I, I mean, I, I definitely don't disagree. Um, I'm still standing by what my, my thoughts were. Like, if he had died like last week or just fairly, really recently, yeah. where they like, because a lot of other shows did do uh, like a tribute, like you're talking about. I think even the Globes might have did one. Yeah, I think they did. Either the Globes or the Emmys. There wasn't one award show that came on, and I was, um, yeah. I was actually on vacation, and I had watched mm-hmm. it. And I'm um, like, wow, that was that was really kind of moving. And I guess because it happened so long, I don't want to say so long ago, but like. In their world. In their world, yeah. In, yeah. In Oscar's world. Um, where, you know, that it's like if it was more recent, we would have probably gotten one. As long as the show was, they, they could have actually taken out some of those reminders of what's in Neil Patrick's. Neil. Neil. Neil bah. <laughs> in neil's box mystery box if they took out some of those segments it is they could have that was a waste of time it was definitely a waste of time because <laughs> i mean if they if they didn't keep drawing our attention to it mm-hmm. i think it would have had a better payoff yeah because there's something I mean, else i've that... seen tricks like that done on america's got talent okay yeah like, that's yeah. just like the new 
um magic show the new magic trick you know and they do it so they did it so often that i was like really they're doing this trick right now and it wasn't it wasn't impressive no it wasn't Hmm. i don't know like if he had disappeared or something at the end i would have been like oh okay fine (laughs) (laughs) brought an elephant on stage yeah where where was that hiding and yeah but no that was i i did laugh at some of the jokes in that that was in that the card but you know overall yeah. i'm like this this does not hang off for me so yeah. but i will uh i guess we can we can wrap it up and i'll i'll let you get going thank you so my uh my tv shows are on not that i'm oh. wrapping it for that reason because everything no it's all good i wanted to just ask you I, you said you like inception do you watch south park i don't actually i've been hearing that i i'm probably one that should watch it at least now the I'm, last season has been really good and they had an episode that is it's not spoofing on inception but it's inception like and for anyone who likes inception you need to watch it okay. i think it's called oculus is the name of the episode yeah that's interesting that's also the name of a a, a fairly recent device that okay i don't know i'll, I'll when i look at it, I'll, I'll watch it i'll get it back to really, you really really good <laughs> I, I will look up that episode because i've been i started watching it when it first came out and i'm like mm, this isn't for me and i know it's changed since then it's so so different now. Yeah. So and f- since like its beginning days, I was almost say I almost said since its inception, um, but uh, <laughs> since its early days, I haven't watched it like the newer times, especially like since the movie they came out with. I haven't even seen the movie in its entirety. So, oh, so I'm missing okay. out on a lot. That was a good movie. Yeah. But it the past few years, it's really. Um, it's all the stuff that we like, believe me. Okay. <laughs> Do you watch much TV? You'll like it. Um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of TV. I'm watching Sherlock right now. Okay. The BBC one. I do. Uh, which is really, really good. I've only seen a, a couple of, or maybe just the first season through Netflix. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is yeah. good. But I just. It's amazing. Sometimes there's just not enough time in the world. You, if you only saw season one, you need to keep going because there's some really good stuff coming up. Oh, I definitely do. It's just I keep jumping there's around. There's more Moriarty, which is like amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to do. I don't. It's not an impossible feat, but it's a time-consuming one. Yeah. Um. I was mm-hmm. just just as you're saying, you're terrified of certain things. As a as um as a kid, I was terrified of a lot of things, and X Men was on that. Not mm-hmm. X Men. X Files was on that list. So oh. X-Files is on Netflix, so I've been trying to watch that. I'm only like seven episodes into oh, the first okay. season. but Yeah, I tried to watch 24, just as like, oh, I've never, <laughs> seen, I've never seen it. Let me watch it for the editing. And then I'm like, oh, this is so slow. Oh, my God. That's what it so, is. like three seasons. I've only made it to the first season. Or I finished the first season. Yeah. And I'm hesitant about going cool, any further. Um, there's this thing on YouTube where they like summarize how 24 is i'll send it to you each day okay <laughs> no they they it's in one video it tells you exactly what happens okay in the whole series so you don't even need to watch it okay i think i will i will <laughs> rather yeah because i was like i can't it's a lot of hours that is a lot of hours yes Investing. it's literally what eight days i have to watch yeah <laughs> i don't have that yeah. kind of time no i don't either <laughs> but yeah i guess next time when you come back we'll we'll just divulge into tv Yes. Uh, even though I do have some of my other friends and we like to talk TV as well, but I mean that's partly cool. what we'll talk to them too. Yeah, this, that's that's <laughs> kind of what this podcast is about. It's it's all about um, entertainment, uh, mostly to try just to stay positive because that's what the whole Indube yeah. philosophy is about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, geeky stuff or blurredism, as I've, I'm now embracing. So it's it's all about all what, of these what good is that? things. What is 
Well, blurredism is just, uh, I just added some more letters to the word blurred, and uh-huh. blurred is a black nerd. Okay. So I'm, cool. I don't necessarily do the comic books, but I definitely watch comic book movies and comic book TV shows like The Flash and, uh, let's see, Constantine, which may or may not be canceled now. But yeah, I'm into all that stuff. Cool. So yeah. Nice. I didn't know there was a word for that. I didn't know that till last year like in um round i don't know what time it was but um black girl nerds or at black girl nerds on twitter um that's mm-hmm. that's one of our uh or one of i would say one of my friends i guess on uh who kind of alerted to this community and there's i didn't realize how many people are you know consider themselves to be uh well i guess a black nerd or just a nerd in general yeah. but it's it's been embraced and i'm, I'm part of a, a collective so it's it's That's good cool. inside. Yeah. I want to we should give a shout out to Phil then, my husband. Yes. <laughs> shout out to Phil. I I Phil. <laughs> but yes, thanks again and Thank we you. Will, we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Bye. bye. So once again, I want to thank my special guest, Laura Mioli, for dropping by the Into Podcast. So please check out her podcast at woapodcast.podbean.com. And again, her website is lauramioli.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-M-E-O-L-I.com. You can also follow her on Twitter at loudavision. That's again, I'll spell that as well. L-O-U-D-A-V-I-S-I-O-N. And then, of course, you can find me in Dube, or, well, I'm T. Sterling Watson, but in Dube, I-N-D-O-O-B dot com, and check out my blog, my Twitter, all that fun stuff. And thank you so much for listening. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. The Indu Podcast was recorded on planet Earth and produced somewhere in the state of Connecticut. This has been another 3SFX production. Use your words, Chief. Good boy.